Welcome to the 510 podcast. I am Heidi Matheson, and my goal in the next five to 10 minutes is to bring you some encouragement from the Word of God. In Ephesians 5 verse 10, Paul tells us to find out what pleases the Lord. And the writer of Hebrews says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So together, let's strengthen our faith with the Word of God. Today I'm starting a two-part episode looking at some verses in Psalm 37 because this psalm gives us some really encouraging instructions for life. David, who is the psalmist, is teaching us about living a life that God will bless, living a life with a righteous inheritance. And he's going to teach us about trusting in the Lord, delighting in the Lord, committing our ways to him, and resting in him. So today we're just going to look at two of those points, trusting and delighting in the Lord. But first let's read Psalm 37 verses 1 to 7, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. So let's break these verses down and get a better understanding of what David is encouraging us to do. So as I said, today we'll be looking at trusting and delighting in the Lord. And in the next episode, we'll look at committing our ways to him and resting in him. So verse 3, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. What is trust? It's the belief in someone that they are good, that they're sincere honest, reliable. It's the belief that the someone will not try to harm or trick you. How are you with trusting others? It can be really tricky, especially if you've been let down in the past or um, betrayed by somebody. I know certainly I find it easier when I want a task done just to do it myself rather than trust somebody else to do it. But the big question is, Do you believe that God is trustworthy? Because in order to trust God, we need to believe that he is good, that he is reliable, that he has our best interests at heart. Do you know the Bible tells us that if we trust him, he will straighten out our paths. In Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, the Bible tells us that God works all things together for the good of those who love him. In Romans 8.28, the Bible tells us that God's will for us, that's you and me, is good, it's acceptable, it's even perfect. That's in Romans 12 verse 2. The Bible tells us that his plans for us are to prosper us and not to harm us. They're plans to give us a hope and a future. That's Jeremiah 29 verse 11. 
And the Bible also tells us that his faithfulness reaches to the skies. That's Psalm 36 verse 5. Friends, the Lord is good. The Lord is reliable. The Lord is trustworthy. Whatever his plans are, they are good for you. So as you dwell in the land, and that just means going about your daily life, working, caring for your loved ones, exercising, doing your hobbies, let the knowledge of his faithfulness permeate everything that you do. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. So let's move on to verse 4. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. So to delight means to please someone greatly or to take great pleasure in someone. So how do we delight in the Lord when he's not physically present or tangible? Well, try this. Imagine your most favorite person in the whole world. That person that you love spending time with. That person that you look forward to being with. It could be your spouse or another relative. It could be a friend. It could be a child. Think about the feelings that you have for that person. Those are the kinds of feelings that David is encouraging us to have towards God. And how do we do this with someone who's not physically tangible? Well, the one thing that we can do is consider God's goodness towards us. The Bible tells us that God loves us so much that he sent his one and only son to die a traumatic, painful, brutal death just so that we can receive forgiveness. You will know that verse from John 3 verse 16. For thousands of years in the Old Testament, we see how the Israelites had to continually give sacrifices to make amends for their sin. But when Jesus came and died on the cross, it was a once-for-all sacrifice. That was God's plan for you and me. He did that for us. The Bible tells us that the love of God surpasses all knowledge. Just think about that. Surpasses all knowledge. And that only through faith can we comprehend how wide, how long, how deep, or how high his love is. You can read about that in Ephesians 3 verses 18 to 19. There is no one on this earth that loves us in this way. It's a love that our human minds will struggle to comprehend, that we will try and comprehend for the rest of our lives. And in fact, the Bible tells us God is love. In 1 John 4 verse 16. Now, if you were to read a book or watch a movie, Characters would be introduced. You'd see who were the villains and who were the heroes. Some characters seem good. They're charming. They're good-looking. They act as if they're thinking about others, considering others. But they have hidden motives. As good as they seem, their end game actually only benefits themselves. Nothing will get in the way of their success. Those are the villains. Then there are other characters who are good. They're willing to sacrifice their own health or wealth, their own success for others. For them, success is helping others achieve success. 
They get a kick out of seeing others prosper. They love, they protect, they fight for others. Those are the heroes. Well, God is our hero. His love runs deeper than we can ever hope to comprehend. And God desires a close, intimate relationship with each one of us. His goodness towards us is sacrificial. It's unfathomable. His goodness to us is far greater than that special someone who you love to spend time with, your favorite person. And when we truly understand his love and his goodness, that is when we will delight in him. When we really grasp more of who he is, then we will enjoy spending time with him. And when we spend time with him, then he will open up the secrets in his word to us. He will pour out his love on us. He will become our heart's desire. Our desires will line up with his desires. Then we will trust him to work out his plans and his will in our lives. Friends, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. So in the next episode, we're going to look at what it means to commit our way to the Lord and to rest in him. See you next time. Thank you for listening. I hope you were encouraged today. You can find the 510 podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you found today's encouragement helpful, please subscribe and consider sharing it with a friend.